Today we talked about are homeowners fed up or is the housing market defrosting? Is the election affecting the real estate market? NAR spends the most amount of money lobbying people's perspectives on real estate agents. The housing shortage is starting to ease, but many young adults are still living with their parents. Mortgage demand went up and how the Stanley Cup has taken over the world. housing market is starting to defrost or are homeowners just fed up with status quo and ready to make a move? What do you guys think? Yeah, I think that people are starting to get the itch that there's some pressure, downward pressure on um, rates. Inventory is slightly up. They got a little bit more to choose from. And uh, hey, time, the time is now to go out there and, and get into the game, I think. Before the prices get jacked up again, maybe. Yeah, it's coming. <laughs> Price increase, increasing is, is going to continue to come. Yeah, I mean, the presidential election <coughs> year is always a year of supposedly, you know, lower interest rates. And, yep. we're, and they, like, they like to try to boost up the economy. The economy is yep. good. Use money. Keep the, keep the incumbent in the office, right? That's so right. If, um, if the Fed is in bed with the current administration, then they're going to start lowering rates, which they've already started to... Yep. to start hint, hinting at that like so when does that come does it come in march does it come in june yep when is it coming well if if know. history serves us right like you know we've been through just a few stumping elections and you know most of those times they like like you said they find a way to get that rate a little bit lower to make everything seem more affordable and without a doubt right that's one <coughs> of the biggest focuses i don't know about you guys I, i'm already hearing it is it is one of the biggest worries of today's consumer is um, inflation, cost, you know, economics in general. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was reading something from Lance Lambert the other day that he, sh- he was showing historically the difference, the spread between the 10 year and, uh, the, the 30 year fixed and how, I mean, it was bad back in what, like October, November, like it was like over 300 basis points. It was yes. bad. Wow. And it's coming, it's coming down a little bit, but it's still historically a lot higher. And if the spread was ha- how it has been historically, we'd be looking at rates right now about 5.6%. Wow. Okay. And so, you know, there's obviously a lot going on. Um, obviously, you know, they're not buying mortgage-backed securities mm-hmm. right now. Uh, the government's not. And so that's presenting more risk to the marketplace. But I think there's a lot of other things going on that, that people just don't even know about, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, kind of an enigma. Uh, and will we start to see some pressure on that? I think that if we want to get the rates lower, it's not just as simple as as the Fed reducing the, sure. the rate. It's also, you know, tightening the spread between the the um, federal fund rate and mortgage interest rates. Well, and it was, what was it? A podcast a couple months ago that we talked about, obviously China and their, and their issues and then their, their lack of buying our bonds, right. That's, that's making it weaker. And there's just the world economy that would buy the American bonds or is they're, they're just not buying at the rate that they were. So a lot going on that could be defrosting the market though uh we obviously think that the election coming up has something to do with it uh elliot pre-gaming the show was like we should talk about you know what happened last night what happened last (laughs) night that's what i said i was like what happened last night i mean nothing like the iowa caucuses yeah nothing like polarizing it's just uh i mean it was to me it was very clear i mean obviously when you come to the it was the the republican you know caucus for the for the main candidates you have 
Trump, uh, Nikki Haley, Ron DeSantis, and uh, Vivek Ramaswamy. I heard he went out, right? He, he did go out, but yeah. actually, I like that dude. I, I think he's going to be an up and comer. I think he's brilliant, and well, I mean, he's young. He's a total entrepreneur. You think you Trump's going to pick him for vice president? <sighs> I've actually heard that uh, those scuttlings. <laughs> that, that's just within too, the community. So, yeah. Trump hasn't hinted that at all. He I just not. think that's what everyone's hoping yeah, for. Yeah, I, <laughs> I think that dude has a future. I, I really do. Well, he sure, if that's the side you lean on, he sure says the right things, that's for sure. Fair. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But anyways, my, my point was the reason why I, why I brought that up, regardless of you know whether you lean left, lean right, whatever, is the influence that a party, an administration, a regime can have on yeah. the... Because the <gasps> Trump's a realtor. <laughs> oh, he's a real estate, so I mean, he, he's he pro, a, pro he's real estate. I don't think Trump is not a realtor. <laughs> <laughs> he's, a, he's, a, he's a real estate mogul. When you said that, I'm like, <laughs> but wait, he's, what? But he's a uh, developer. He's, he's real estate uh, uh, friendly. So pro. I wonder if he's NAR friendly. I don't know. Mm. Good could, question. Could 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 uh, if if Trump went back into the office, could these lawsuits just all of a sudden just like bloop, fall away? Mm. Chill out. I don't know. Interesting. I kind of think that they would chill out a little bit. Like would the would there was would his his justice department come in and say no more? Oh, so it no pains idea. me to think that because like I just have this like fundamental belief in the court system, and so mm. yeah, all right. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's the this, this whole scandal of the court system of, is fantastic. Yes, yeah, it's it, it so it hurts. It definitely hurts to hear that uh, for sure. Yeah. But it could. But, the, but there's 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 these backdoor you know exactly parties that are going on with judges and things that are like hey backdoor what do they call them backward backdoor uh, agreements yep yeah. <laughs> getting certain judges in and yeah so back to real estate yeah I was gonna say uh, let's, well that's part of real estate right this thing down the, so down will the this change will you know will things change if if um, Trump goes back to end the office which is crazy to think about but could. It could. It could. could you would also think that NAR being the number one, <laughs> they they like they spend the most money on um, lobbying. Mm-hmm. You would think that that would influence things a little as well. And and I think that that's what they were relying on. To be real, I think that NAR thought that all hey, of the we money spend all this money. Yeah. you're gonna yeah. get it back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, well, and then uh, are you they, gonna protect me? They did not have their back. I guess it depends on where that money went <laughs> and who it went to. True, true. I mean, we could all we could find that out. Really. Yeah. Oh, that was I don't know. That would be, actually be interesting. It was wasn't. <coughs> um, you said this a while back, and, and so I'm just going off of memory. It was was it NAR that they spent forty million dollars on one Party. ad company or yes. something oh, yes. like that? <coughs> Some obnoxious it amount of insane. money. It was insane. And it just it just seems like frivolous spending. I mean, remember when they spent like all that money to redesign the logo? Oh, <laughs> like yes. It, it, Millions. Looks the same, like what they add a box around it. <laughs> like, damn, I could do that. Yeah, I got Canva. basic skills. I'll do I it for ten percent of the cost. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, there's so definitely you, some corruption going on there. Well, it feels that way. I don't. I don't like to say that. Well, without, of course it is. You don't spend millions of dollars That's to change a logo. I don't want to point Unless the there's finger. Some I'm just sort saying, of looks like a duck, acts like a duck. Yeah, I mean, come on, go to Fiverr and you can get a hundred of them for hundred logos for Logo like 10 bucks. Baby. Logo tournament. I think what's been so interesting for me is as I'm like posting content, chop ups of like our, our podcast and whatnot, I'm getting a lot of response from the public cool. and it's not so cool when it comes to realtors. I, I mean, someone was, someone blasted me for, someone blasted uh, Jason. Cause oh, I was, 
Poor yeah. realtor had to use two apps. Because sh- <laughs> I was complaining about yeah. using showing time and a line. And like <laughs> this poor realtor. I didn't, yeah. I, didn't, I missed that one. They're I like, love it. oh, like, right. poor thing had to use two apps to go open some doors to make thousands of dollars. Well, <laughs> uh, it wasn't had that. To, like, it was swirl his screen to go, to go from one app to another. Well, there was one house where the aligned wouldn't open up and showing time. And I thought it was a showing time one. So, and I kept going back to showing time. Like, where is this? This you know, the information, but Ah, you poor thing. Poor thing. Yeah. Yeah. So hard. My my cell service was bad. (laughs) Well, it it is hard when you, when you have clients standing behind you with a two year old screaming, like running around and stuff. And it's not working. And and you can't get the freaking box open. It's Mm kind of stressful, you know? It is stressful. And they're like, and they're like, Oh, is there a problem here? Like, can we see the house? You know? And you feel like like, you're an idiot. You're like, I'm sorry. Like, it's just not working. Sorry. Like, what am yep. I supposed to do? I got to wait and like, put my cell phone up. I promise. I've done this before. Yeah, exactly. Right. Again, poor realtor. Yeah. Realtor. Aww, <laughs> poor Jason. So yes. sad. So. I know, but that's funny, though, because that obviously wasn't the context of it. It was the that this, these processes are supposed to be being streamlined and not yeah. be more complicated. And then they give you two, and, yeah. and half of the realtors use one, half <coughs> the others use the other one. So Okay, no longer a problem in Arizona Regional. No longer a problem, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they solved it for you, Jay. <laughs> yep, aligned it is. <laughs> no, so uh, interesting, though, you know, our, our producer, Colby, he brought something to the forefront. He's like, you guys should talk about this. And so let's talk about it. So looks like the housing shortage is starting to ease. We know that. A little bit more inventory coming to market, more new builds coming to market. But an interesting statistic came up showing that young adults, by and large, are still living with their parents. So between the ages of 25 and 34, 20% of men are still living with their parents and 12% of women are still living with their parents. So the U.S. homeownership rate has also jumped up to 66% on average, with 38% of them being under 35. Let's unpack that. Damn millennials just can't get over themselves. It's like right on the cusp. Hey, I'm I'm, I'm one, so, but it's just, I think there's still a stigma around that. I mean, that's fascinating if you think about that age range and then how many people below 25 own a house or uh, you said 35? 35, so 38%. It's just so pre-game, pre-gaming for the podcast, Elliot's like... <laughs> Here we go. I knew this was Here coming. we go. It's all right. Jay, I'll be the one getting blasted this no, time. No, we got, a little, worry, uh, we got a little heated. because uh, <laughs> So we were looking at the stat that says 20% of men between the ages of 25 and 34 are uh-huh. living with their parents, whereas 12% of women between those ages are still living with their parents. And what, what was kind of your gut conclusion to that, Elliot? <laughs> the the women are just well, moving in with men that are paying the mortgages. Well, <laughs> and I did a crappy job of explaining that. Allow, me, I, allow me to like, try to save face a little bit here because I can take your heat, but the people listening will blast me, so it's all, it's all good. I'm, I'm, I got thick skin. What I was attempting to say is, is there's so many times, like at least my, my life, paying the mortgage has always been my responsibility, right? That's that primarily was the, was, was the case. Now, with that said, I'm saying that there's some women, they are potentially moving in with dudes, and it's more of a blended attempt in a blended, a blended housing bill where if a dude, because g- girls will also move in and date guys that are 10, 15 years older. 
where that doesn't usually happen in in, in the reverse. And so I was. We got the Cougars. What are you yeah, talking about? I, All right. So I was simply saying what I was simply saying though, and how it came across is essentially is women are just moving in with dudes who already have a house, and and guides are getting the short end of the stick because they can't do that with women. They so. can though. Okay, you just so have to be able to, you, you got to have the old As baby. predominantly. All right. As predominantly. And I thought that that was a, a disservice to all the single ladies out there because by and large, <laughs> the single women <coughs> stats are there own more homes than single men. So single women in 2022 owned 58% of homes, whereas single men only owned 42% of homes. Despite that single women earn on average 82 cents on the dollar for every dollar that a male counterpart makes, which I think is, it's massive. And this is a a huge testament to all you single women. So what are these men blowing all their money on? Cars? (laughs) Xbox? Xbox? (laughs) This is is the other thing Video games? We we talked to Colby, our producer, who's, you know, in his early 20s. They're DoorDash? And yeah, like, are they they spending the money on trying to like look cool on social? Are they trying to spend that money on... OnlyFans? Yeah, OnlyFans, dating, right? All those Pornography? Wow. Yeah. (laughs) Video games, porn, yep. Those um, cost money, huh? It said those cost money. Video, Video games, games and porn could definitely cost money. Yeah. Well, okay. I would imagine. I, I would imagine. I don't, I don't use either, but. I think it's expensive. <laughs> it's expensive. <laughs> it's really expensive I don't too. Yeah. I'm like trying to change the subject so hard right now. <laughs> it's expensive to live. And so I have a lot of empathy for the youngers, the younger, you know, adults, uh, because it's really expensive for everything. Everything is more expensive. Well, but women are, women are finding a way to to buy a house still. Women are finding a way to, yeah, they're finding a way to make it happen. Well, I hate to say it, but right. I mean, I just, I think the maturity, like now being a, you know, a dad and watching kids grow, the maturity of women is far way. Wait, the, the maturity yeah. of, of a dude. A dude doesn't start to mature until, like, looking back in my life, probably until my dang 30s. And girls, like, I'm seeing that they start to mature in their teens. Like, truly yeah. mature. Think about long game, future, all those types of things. So yep. They're thinking about buying a house. Right. Obviously. Does that come into play where guys are more thinking about going out to the bar, meeting people, living that life, living the life on the gram, right? And they're just, that's ex- it's expensive where women may be thinking about long-term investments and a future for themselves. Hmm. I think there's a lot of single men that think that they're, you know, the woman is their mom, you know? They, they try to mm. go find a mom, so. Oh, it's <coughs> interesting. I follow this guy on Instagram. His name is Sebastian. I don't know his last name, and I wish I did because his content's really good. And I would love for you to go check it out. But he was just talking about that the other day. He was talking about how a lot of men... Uh, you know, may look for uh, <laughs> a mother figure. Yes. yes. Yeah. And woman. yes, absolutely. It's so, so they move from yeah. home, move from home with mom crazy. to another. <laughs> it's super crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think we know somebody like that. Oh. Yeah, those darn millennials. <laughs> <laughs> That's like Let's just blame it all on the yeah. millennials. But you're a millennial. I know that, but you have no idea my whole life that how much had been shoved down my throat by. By all the, all the generations uh, above me. Really? Yeah. So like there's still I, a, there's still a stigma out there around it. I just I don't know I don't <clears> even <throat> like see people in term of generation and I'm like okay. X but I'm right on the border of Same. millennial and X and so I mean Gen X is an interesting generation we get forgotten like we get no love. <laughs> to but be we're real. the best we got we 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 didn't grow up with technology right 
We know how to talk to people. And we know how to use technology because we we we, grew, we, yeah. we we it started like when we were we we still were interested in it right we were I was super interested in technology and computers yes. and Absolutely. phones and I remember when I got email on my phone wow it's crazy you know it's like amazing I can be able to shoot an email while I'm driving it's a game changer our for generation sure. still knows what Atari is yeah exactly oh, yeah. right yeah so you know but but I feel bad for the kids now they're I mean they all their communications on a phone and they don't know totally. how to talk to a person face to face you know and then they're like you know <clears throat> so it's definitely a definitely a difference I feel like our generation has some of the most DIYers right because you had to like fi- it came with that mentality of you had to figure it out right like where I think so much of the you know later generations are it's just being done for you right I don't know. That's that's been my experience. Ton of DIYers and Gen X. Speaking of DIYer, DIYers, you you know, don't do it yourself. You don't know how to do it. We, we <laughs> run. We're in so many houses, yeah. man. Talk about that, Jay. I, I mean, dude. Yeah, bad like, idea. There, there are there are people destroy their house <laughs> by trying to do do it themselves, and like they 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 cause way more damage than they do <clears throat> to make it look nice, and it's just. So uh, if you don't know how to do something, pay someone to do it. <laughs> don't do it yourself. Well, but they don't have the money. Because when you when you sell, but you when you sell, but you it, pay for it anyways. You freaking you lose it. But they don't, yeah. but they don't see it that way. Yeah, because so. they're living in it. Yep. But Dude. to Jay's point, though, right? Like, Just so leave it the way it is. Take then. this piece of advice <laughs> by doing a deal. Let's let's use a drywall repair, right? Something that, that oh. you can like live oh, with. We have one else. right now in, in North Carolina, mm-hmm. man. The like and our inspector didn't take any pictures of it, but. <laughs> The agent sent us a bunch of pictures of like these horrible drywall, drywall patch patches all over the place, and we're like, "How in the hell do we not see that?" Like, yeah. Anyways, and it's um, got to be fixed, right? So, well, yeah, even it, it looks horrible, and so time. we have people walking through it, and they're going like, "What's what happened here? What happened?" Yeah, they there? don't want to write an offer. Uh, what's going on with these ceilings? Like, there's something going on with this house, you know? So, so they're paying for it one way or another is what is what is what you're saying, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. They're, they didn't they pay are, for it now, are. but you go to sell your house, you're paying for it then. Yeah, and at but the end of the day, hey, you're pay, usually paying more for it then. Uh, but you got to remember though, if they don't have the physical cash, they're just paying for it based on the future equity of their property. So yeah, I mean, I guess that's valid. Shoot, the, the 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 scale balance. And at least they get to enjoy <laughs> their renovations. Yeah, <laughs> they, they enjoy they the, feel, They're the, learning. The, oh, that was this, this the, was my test project. I'm much better now. <laughs> they feel confident. Like, at least it's not open anymore. The ceiling's not open. So <laughs> yeah. It yeah. looks like shit, but at least it's at least there's not up. sunlight coming through. <laughs> There is a there is a massive project that was purchased by the Cash Plus last year um, in Florida, and you know one of the, the son that was living in the property, oh. he was convinced the remodel he was doing to the property was on par. Oh, and oh. when we came in with you know hey here's what some repairs look like oh that's how I could do it for so much cheaper yeah if you want to keep destroying your property yeah. which is to, to Jay's point yeah well, we have I to, could we do this we, we got to take myself. I'll do the work myself <clears throat> yeah, we're taking apart his all of his work to redo it and make it look good yeah it's um, yeah anyways I that, you got I that struck a nerve on me. Yeah, I'm, so I, I, I guess so. The, yeah. the moral of the, of, of the conversation, you know, uh, realtors or anybody who's just a homeowner or somebody who knows somebody who owns a house and you get caught up in this conversation, if somebody wants to do, 
you know, a fairly big repair or a remodel, make sure that um, you give them some advice and they, they seek some professional advice so it's done right so it doesn't come back and, you know, bite them in the you-know-what. Yep. Well, not only that, sometimes uh, an addition or a remodel, an improvement is done to your tastes and your likings, which is not everybody else's tastes or likings, right? Like, there's, a, there's such a controversial topic. I'm sure you guys like me, have walked into many houses that they have high-end expensive flooring, and it's terrible. Just you don't like it. Yeah, you, like, I, like it's oh, all like, like a super gloss, right? Like you know what I'm oh, loving yeah. right now? What I'm loving are soapstone countertops. I do love soapstone. They're pretty cool. I love them. I'm not going to lie. Soapstone's dope. Yeah, it is. Uh, you don't see it often, but... It definitely has a really cool well, it's look. A so- it's and softer, feel. right? And it's more more of a vulnerable surface. At least I don't even know. I went through a remodel not too long ago and soapstone was one of the considerations and the reason why we didn't go with it is um, kids. Kids. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We, like we were warned. Like you're going to be you're going to spend a bunch of money cuz you can like fill the chips and whatever else that, that would happen to it but it would be yeah. a never-ending process of of fixing it. So what did you go with, Elliot? Quartz. And guess what? I've still had two chips. Yep. No kidding. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear. That's a bummer. Yep. <laughs> uh, we went with quartz, too. Yeah. So and quartz is still not as hard as, as, as granite. That's the... Yeah. Slightly more affordable. That's I mean, nice. very, very slightly. And it's man-made. But What do we got going on in the deal of the week? <laughs> Keith, what do we got? Deal of the week. Huh. Well, again, <clears throat> I know I say this a lot. It's um, it's always a little difficult, right? Because it's like, how many stories do you want to tell? And all a lot of, them. of and a lot of tell them. Tell me all. A lot of them, them are are similar <laughs> because they you know they're they're different, but you find yourself in a similar vibe. I thought this one was unique. We we've had something like this, but not quite. Um, so there's, there's one in Colorado and the house in Colorado Pure data shows if the property is rehabbed, it can sell for a lot more and the seller just doesn't want to do it. And, and, and most of the time that's not the case. And, oh, and they're going to quote unquote net more money up front just based on the way that the numbers can be worked. So I finally got the realtor on the phone. I'm like, well, all right, you know, paint the picture here for me because, you know, what am I missing here? And so the family has gotten, obviously there's always, you know, uh, I don't know if it's the grandma or, or, or the mom based on, you know, who's, who's uh, facilitating the, the that, that, yeah. And I guess the, uh, the, the home that they moved into it does. They don't, it doesn't matter how much money they make on the house because hmm. all of it has to go toward it. So even if they make more, it doesn't benefit them at all. And so I didn't get into the in and outs of what that house was like. <laughs> okay, well, why would you do that agreement? Is it like a will or something like that, or like some sort of I, agreement? Uh, no, it, I guess it's the, it's it's for the for the period of time that they put an agreement with this facility. Okay. to cover these people's expenses. So, gotcha. you know, maybe it's like, hey, you give me all your money now and you can have this time frame. That's what it made it sound like, maybe because gotcha. they wouldn't have enough. I don't know. I, again, I didn't get into the all the ins and outs. It was just very odd. 
So he's like, well, what's quicker? Well, of course, what's quicker, quicker is to put the is to buy the property as is and turn around and list that bad boy immediately and not have to deal with maybe a three to five week rehab. And he said, getting the money as quickly as possible in both scenarios is the most beneficial to the seller. And I just thought that was unique. Yeah. I've never had that happen before. And so that's the deal of the week. But at right. the end of the day, it's still all about a win-win and what worked for that seller. That was the best route. That's the fastest route. That's what makes most sense. And yeah, it's still got their cash it's, now. It's, it's, you know, it's still cool to be able to help someone out in a very <laughs> unique circumstance. So, well, Let's talk about that, though, real quick, because I think that that's, <clears throat> depending on which lens that you look at, could be somewhat controversial. And here's what I mean by that. In, yes, you're losing the time of rehab, right? That, that's obviously the time that the property is not on the market and open to all available buyers is, is the slowdown. However, the one thing I'm going to, I, I think that, you know, a lot of our listeners and, you know, uh, industry experts on here would see this as sometimes when a house hits the market and there's more inventory, if it doesn't show right, it's just going to sit on the market or they'll be looking for that, su that super deal. And I don't mean necessarily sit on the market, meaning that you're going to have to run through 100 buyers to find that one versus if it's rehabbed, you run through 10 and nine of them want it. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's like oh, I said, it's yeah, a bit absolutely. of an that, that, that's always That's always the part of the reason why you do a rehab is right. for sell for the highest price possible and the quickest amount of time. Exactly. As long as, as, long as there's money to be made. Right. As long yeah, obviously, as it's, it doesn't make sense to do a fifty thousand dollar rehab to get a fifty thousand dollar price increase. Right. I mean, it's, <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. Then you lose well, the time. Well, it's, but but if but if it's time, then yeah. Something that one of our property analysts pointed out because uh, Keith, from time to time, Keith will sh will share like a cool before and after in in one of our channels in Slack. And everybody will get excited because, you know, sometimes you kind of lose touch of how we're really impacting mm -hmm. the marketplace in such a positive way. And <clears throat> one thing that Tushar had mentioned last time you posted one in, in a Slack channel, he said is that the property will leave a mark for a very long time for everyone to see and enjoy. Mm -hmm. And I thought that that was a really cool observation, right? Like, not only is hopefully everybody making more money, uh, but it's also bringing you know this property back to life, and that homeowner that's going to buy it is going to enjoy it and love it for years to come. Well, and especially in a place like Colorado, right? Like there's, I mean, houses that are older, and usually you put in one dollar, you get three back. Uh, I'm mean, not always, but in a lot of that 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 market, just because the comp swing. Is, is so high. And again, I'm obviously speaking in a massive generality. That's not always the case, but I'm with you. Always the case. One dollar in, three <laughs> out. Yeah, <laughs> always the case. Let's do it. <laughs> it's more like a dollar in, dollar fifty out. Dollar in, a buck yeah. ten well, out. Yeah, well, <laughs> obviously there are communities that, that you can put in one. No, I know. I, I hear you. Yeah, I'm, I'm picking up what you're throwing down. Yeah. <laughs> So anyway, the, the last point I want to make on what you said, I think that's so valid, is actually elevating the community, right? Like when, that, when it's a community that's been, you know, average houses built in 1930, 40, 50, and it's just due for that facelift, or maybe it's facelift number three, and it's kind of coming through, you're actually elevating the community. Like how many communities yeah. have we seen here in the Phoenix Metro that uh -huh. they were very affordable, but all of a sudden investors come in, start rehabbing them, and all of a sudden prices up, 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 up. And it's the community as a whole, not one house. Mm. Yeah. So mortgage demand jumped nearly 10% to start the year. Ooh. Wow. Even as interest rates ticked up again a little bit. I mean, we had the 
the ten year that went up over four yesterday. So, so are they saying apps went up ten percent? Is that what uh, mortgage demand? I don't know if it's. Uh, it's got to be so, applications. Yeah, applications so uh, to purchase a home rose six percent. Okay, and then the rest um, must have been refi. <clears throat> yep, applications huh. to refinance a home loan jumped nineteen percent. Wow, from, wow. The, from the previous week, uh, we're thirty percent higher than the same week one year ago. So. 30% year, 30% higher than la- than last year's week. So, yeah. And uh, it looks like forming loan balances 726 or below increased to about 6.81% to 6.76% for loans with 20% down payment. So, oh, well yeah. that's good news. I mean, yeah. that's kind of what we're Dude. all feeling. It's yep. it's a little bit a little bit busier. New year, new new mortgage. <laughs> new year, new, new year, real estate new market. Yes. <laughs> new year, new payment. So I got something that I want to talk a little bit about that I think is actually very impactful. You know, what is this podcast too, basically for the year? Yes. <clears throat> and for me, I want to give some, you know, in the advice, I want to make sure that I'm giving something about building a business. And so this is something that, that um, comes from Russell Brunson, and we can kind of put that in the, the, the remarks below. Kobe, I'll, I'll share the video on, on some of these things. But it's a, uh, really a term called the value ladder. And what it is is it's taking people through a sequence of basically building value, right, i.e. value ladder. And so let me give you kind of just like a walkthrough scenario of how we can do that as, you know, real estate professionals. And so the first thing is that you're going to want to do is you have to create that, you know, the attention the, uh, the awareness, the, the bait, you know, ultimately. So like that could be something like an email, uh, an ad that you're putting on a, you know, running on some type of social platform, of even in something as simple as a flyer, meet and greet somebody even from that uh, standpoint. Like flip your own house. Exactly, exactly. And then two, you're going to take them to like a landing page that has a simple compelling header, like get a uh, instant, uh, get, get your home's instant value. Right, something something simple like that. As far as those types of things, search for houses for free. Right, these are different things that you can do to take them in that particular process. Then from there, you want to make your first offer. Right at that point, hey, get a free monthly report on your house. So they're getting that particular opt-in, and you're actually starting to now. That's almost kind of <clears throat> your first sale, right? And we start looking through the value ladder. You're taking somebody that you haven't met. You're getting to know them and you're ultimately building the value and you're getting their information in that particular place. And then once we get that, that's where we want to start focusing on that upsell. So now that they're getting that free monthly report, then that's when the, you know, based on their behaviors, they'll be looking for cash offers or search for hot deals in 85249, right? These are different things that you could do to start building that. And then you're actually capturing that information. And then once they capture those informations by either opens or engagement in that, that's when you really then want to take the contact. And you're almost taking that person that you've never met. And it's almost like they have now met. And I get to say, Hey, Jason, it's Elliot. Hey, you've been uh, getting home reports from me on your house over there on Main Street for the last six months. And I see that last week you uh, had requested a cash offer on your house. And I wanted to reach out to you and see how I could be of service and educate you on that process. That's cool. So this is, again, just kind of a sequence that I really wanted to outline for us. I know that, like, I think a lot of times when the agents look at that, they look at it as a snapshot versus the step-by-step process of what it takes to actually get there and take those people through that particular value ladder and ultimately create new clients. That's cool. You know, I, w- I, w- I would really wish uh, uh, agents would do more like, you know, just like 
real stuff, like like uh, teaching people how to how to how to sell their house for sale by owner, you know, like just like, just like bam, like, I mean, most agents would freak out like, no, why would I do that? You know, (laughs) then they wouldn't use me like, no, like give them that value, give them that, like the, the, the tips on that. Cause there are, there are so many people that, that they, they think about for sale by owner, but then they, you know, eventually go and go on to list. But if you can be that agent, that's like teaching people how to sell their house for sale by owner, you're going to get so many more, clicks and connections. Well, I'll never forget when we went to 40s uh, <coughs> at Gary Vaynerchuk's office in New yeah. York, and it was like the second 40s he ever did, and it was like 16 people, and it was a fortune, and you basically got to spend the whole day with Gary Vee and his team, mm-hmm. and you learned a lot about like marketing and mm-hmm. all of that, and we all had an opportunity to like one-on-one ask Gary Vee uh, questions about our industry, and at the time, we were really focused on building the brokerage and really mm-hmm. serving agents in their business, and so I had asked them, like, or I asked Gary, what's going to be like the best way that our agents can really serve consumers, and he told us, show them how to do what you do without you. Yep. That's it. Show them how to do it themselves. Make all, he's like, good, double down, make all your content on how someone can do something without you and be the leader in that thing. And then they'll come to you when they've given up doing the thing that you're trying to teach them to do that they need an expert to do because you were the one that told them how to do it. Yep. Love it. And so it was like, it was really powerful. We did not take his advice. <laughs> well, we weren't we weren't really, really producing. No, like, no we uh, weren't. I mean, like, that's a form of a lead magnet, right? I yeah. mean, that's, we're doing that now yeah. on all kinds of ways. In all yeah. kinds of ways. Right. And yeah, so anyway, it was inter- it was interesting. For viral vibes, we got the Galentine's Day <laughs> pink Stanley going viral. And no, this isn't it. But yes, I do have one. It's coming. Uh, so today I want to talk about Stanley and what they've done. And essentially, they're going viral. Uh, Stanley has partnered with Target, and they're dropping the tumbler you see here, but in pink and in red. And people are just going nuts for it. Apparently, women are showing up at Target like at 5 a.m. in the morning. They're waiting hours till it opens. They're like bum rushing the door. They're fighting each other for a chance at a cup. And Stanley is not a new brand, but they've tapped into a new market. Uh, they've taken their revenue from 70 million to about 750 million wow, in just a few goodness. short years by using scarcity, by using drops, and by tapping into a new market, which is women, uh, primarily between like the ages of like 25 and 40, are just nuts for the Stanley Tumblr. And if you are a valued Zudelio member, you might have gotten one from Christmas for us. We love the Stanleys, uh, and I thought it was a really cool story. And that is what is going viral now. Maybe Colby can insert a little video for you to show you the craziness. But yeah, it's worse than like like the crazy Black Fridays you would see. Yeah, it's it crazy. But if you're a single single woman, you gotta save your money so you can buy a house. Don't don't buy a Stanley. <laughs> I know Stanley would be like half your down payment. Yeah. So it's like they're the like they're like five hundred dollars on eBay. It's bad, Elliot. It's bad, and I'm so excited. Paper. I got one. I'm yes, like, yes. Pumped. So we went to Target when they first started dropping them, yes. and Kayla asked asked the guy. Do I you was guys asking. Have anybody? Oh everybody. no, these ladies come in at like six a.m. and they run towards the. The, the aisle to get them and they grab them and I was like what are they doing with them and then so I'm like let me check eBay so I checked eBay I found two on eBay or, nice so I bought them thank you so I don't have to run I didn't wake up wake up at six o'clock and go buy one for you 
Get, there was none on Facebook Marketplace. No, there, actually, <laughs> oh, there right. were for like like yeah, twelve hundred dollars, like, like, even more. Oh, really? Yeah. I think I bought mine for like a hundred bucks. Yeah. What's this? What's the, what's, what's a Zudelio tumbler go for if I throw that on? <laughs> My wife has two. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good cup, Keith. It's a good cup, and they yeah. float. A, a and a apparently, float. if your if your car gets in a fire, the Stanley will survive. There's actually uh, there was a lady that posted a video of her car fire, and the only and thing ice. that lasted was the Stanley. Yeah, and it still had ice inside. <laughs> that I don't know about, but and if you need to break the window, you just take it and break the window. <laughs> and it's and it's, it's, it's like a, a weapon it's too. It's a self defense. Yeah, yeah. You hold mechanism. that and smack the guy across the head, and he'll be out. Well, hey, thank you so much for tuning in with us today. If you are enjoying this content, be sure to smash that subscribe button so you get updated of our new episodes. Yeah.